Hey, everybody, and welcome to the What is this, honey? podcast, where we will be discussing everything from pop culture to reality TV to true crime documentary to my life and everything in between that makes you scratch your head and ask yourself, what is this, honey? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of What Is This, Honey? Y'all, we have been so thrilled and excited with the response behind all these documentaries. And I told y'all, I told y'all, we were going to talk about, we had to talk about shiny, happy people, Duggar family secrets. And I could not come here and insult your intelligence without bringing Jessica Litt, motherfucking Esquire, onto the podcast. Hey, girl. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my God. Thank you so much for living and breathing. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> wow. Thank my mom. Jessica and I have been talking about this documentary. Yeah. Girl. He had been telling me to watch it and I, it's been on my list, but I was doing, you know, catching up on other things. And last night I was like, I'm going to sit down and I watched it. And like, mm. after an episode, I texted him and I was like, holy shit yes what is happening yes. and i because okay so jessica and i are obviously the same person so yes. we were both tlc watchers for sure oh so yeah we were on different ends of the spectrum i yeah. thought that she was gonna know every single bit of tea about this because i was like okay she surely watched from 17 kids and counting up to but then she was like no 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 no, no. you were more of a sister wives girl Yes, I watched Sister Wives. Um, I watched, you know, like Toddlers and Tierras. Yes. Um, I watched obviously the spinoff with Honey Boo Boo. We've talked about that before. Um, some like the you know, my strange addiction on TLC. I watched that kind of shit, but like the Duggars wow. scared me. I was like, no one should have that many kids. And and that's ironic coming from someone who loved Sister Wives, but I didn't give a shit about the kids on Sister Wives. I give a shit about like, what the fuck is this marriage dynamic? I need to know more. And um, all of those kids, like every like six or, or less children had one mother. Right, right. Like even Mary only had one kid. So it wasn't right. as alarming as one woman having literally 20 children. Vaginally. Vaginally. Can we just take a moment to pay respects to Michelle Duggar's coochie? Lord. Lord. Bless have it. mercy. Fix it, Jesus. In the words of Phaedra Parks, fix it, Listen, Jesus. Listen, and Michelle, she changed her, she changed her way. So let me, I'm gonna give you guys a little blurb that Variety said about shiny happy people, Duggar Family Secrets. Yeah, we should probably tell you what it's about. Yeah, we'll just give you before we start so you can feel free to turn it to something else. <laughs> because Hillsong has been um, quite heavy. This is a little bit different, but it's heavy, heavy. <laughs> it's heavy. I won't sing, but I almost did. <laughs> <laughs> you should feel free to sing. This is our space. And everyone who listens, they love us. They want to support us. I don't know if they want to support my singing voice, but you know. Okay, anyway, we'll according to Variety, Shiny Happy People, Duggar Family Secrets has had the biggest debut of any documentary series ever produced by Amazon Studios. And they did Lou LaRoe. 
Hello. Hello. A limited series investigates controversies surrounding the Duggar family, best known for the TLC show, 19 Kids and Counting, including Josh Duggar's conviction for possession of child pornography and the family's connection to yes. the Institute and Basic Life Principles, a controversial Christian organization. Whoa. So, yeah. So the documentary is, yeah. we came, you know, I had wa I had seen the 19 Kids and Counting show. I kind of had a very basic premise of what it was about, just that this obviously a very Christian family would have this many children. So I was like, okay, but I didn't realize what the documentary was going to explore. And I think that's what like floored me because it, yes. it's not just about the Duggars and like, let's put that up front. The Duggars were like essentially a mouthpiece in the media for this like fundamentalist Christian organization, IBLP, or as Brandon said, Institute of Basic, Li uh, Basic Life Principles mm. run by this horrifying man, Gothard. Bill Gothard. <laughs> Gothard. <laughs> horrifying. So the documentary dove not just into like the Duggar scandal, because obviously there's a lot of insane shit there mm -hmm. but it dove into iblp and that is really what like drew me into the documentary because i was like i've wa we watched a lot of cult documentaries right we watched so many cult documentaries we watched so many religious documentaries and this one like really threw me for a loop because it was just like took everything from like all the stuff we've seen in the past and just like magnified it to like a very like a disturbing degree yeah and you yeah. know what i don't know if a lot of you watched because i watched when they only had like maybe like a, it was like a, the trial season that they had oh yeah like the the specials that they were doing and they were only doing little specials like oh the you know they're gonna go christmas and they're gonna go creation in a museum which is we'll talk about that when we get to that episode mm. but um I kind of knew where it was going in terms of this is going to be a religious thing, just from, you know, someone who grew up in a religious cult to, <laughs> um, to another, <clears throat> there was just no way the conformity, like the way that they all have to look alike and the way that they don't get to go into the world. So, you know what, we'll just start. I'm going to say I could see 40% of all of this coming like the first couple episodes i was like okay yeah gotcha then i said oh yeah yeah that's really what it was it was like okay fundamentalist christian beliefs they're all kind of the same women submitting to men a patriarchal society yeah and we you don't know like what? gays that's how the first we don't episode like starts. whatever it's like we meet the Duggars and the shiny facade of America's favorite giant family and the ministry that guided their conservative values is shattered, revealing the troubling reality underneath. That's what it is described as in IMDb Pro. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Shout out to IMDb. Thank you, IMDb. I do pay you guys a lot of money to keep me looking a little bit cute. Um, so that's kind of how I was, it starts out, like Jessica just said, we're introduced to like this dynamic, this family, this couple, really, Michelle and Jim Bob Duggar. Jim Bob. And as I told Brandon this earlier, I was just like, we should have all known mm -hmm. the minute they were introduced not to trust these people. Like his name is Jim Bob. Not James Robert. Jim. Jim 
Bob. <laughs> that's like a joke that you make. Yes. You know, like that's not an actual name. To your friend <laughs> whose name is James Robert Duggart. You call him Jim Bob for short when you Jim want to make Bob? fun and tease him. Jim Bob. Like it feels like a plot of King of the Hill, which is making fun of those people. Like it's just. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. And yeah. so we meet them. We realize, okay, so they met basically, and this is from her mouth. This is from Michelle Legit. Duggar's mouth. She is like, you know, I was a young, attractive <laughs> woman and I was a cheerleader. I was living out in the world and I had had experiences and I had been tarnished. And then I met Jim Bob and he opened the word of God to me and he told me things that I had never seen before in the Bible. And my life was forever changed. Um, guys, I'm just going to let you guys know right now, um, just for all the listeners, it's an exclusive. Brandon was actually recently cast as Michelle Duggar in an upcoming miniseries. And that is the voice that he's using. So please, <laughs> please enjoy she said those that words. I will like, never forget them. I'm like, what's? I'm like, that was pretty much like verbatim. What she yeah, said. I will I'm never. Like, I will never forget. <laughs> but that voice, that voice, and that's which we learned in the documentary, like in the beginning of the in the first episode, that we saw them on TV. Uh, Michelle and Jim Bob and her their cohort of children and they were all super well behaved and so to the American public they're like oh wow you can't have a, a, a family with this many kids and they all act really well and blah 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 but you what you realize is that they're meek and, mm. and especially the women are speaking in these like voices mm. meant to like coddle men on purpose like they are yes. trained to speak that way and so this Michelle Duggar voice, which is horrifying, is is fake. It is fake. Yeah. It is a men, is a tool to placate men. And <laughs> she clearly is, she becomes the poster child. They become the poster child for this sort of lifestyle because they are, in fact, Michelle and Jim Bob really is like a disciple of this Gothard character. Yes, and they're and he's like in super, the IBLP. Right. He's like super, super, super obsessed with this guy. And this is actually, he kind of like meets Michelle, like, like out ministering, like out witnessing. Yeah. And then Doing whatever I think they the just Christian people do. That, I have no idea. Of course. Yeah. No, like, he found out, I think I'm trying to remember, like at the beginning of the episode, they were like, when Jill's describing how they met. And she's like, yeah, he found out that there was this new girl from a different high school. And he's like, let's go see her. Mm -hmm. I'm just like. Mm -hmm. And she, listen, they showed up. To claim her, her as his property, essentially. They're like, that's just nasty. Yeah. I can't. It's disgusting. And, you know, she was into it. You know, the way that she described it. She's, it's, it's honestly, it's like she's blushing when she's talking about this experience. Yeah. It's, in, it's like really exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Yeah, it's um, it's frightening. So, so that's get... what like encouraged them to start having kids because one of the basic principles of IBLP is that you do not stop having children until God stops you from having them. 
Yeah. You have as many children as God will bless you with. And no they say that you want to have a quiver full. That's like the word they use all the time. A quiver full of chill of like good Christian children to put out into the world to spread the word of God and like the principles of IBLP. It's just mm-hmm. bonkers. So and we're gonna talk about how it gets like really, you know. Insidious. Oh yeah, the details of IBLP, but like that's why they have so many children. They're disciples of this church of Bill Gothard. Newsflash. Bill Gothard is out here telling people that they need to have as many kids as humanly possible because God's giving them to them. Yet he never got married and never had babies. Mm. Can we just talk about that real quick? Can we talk about it real quick? Because when they revealed that, that's in a later episode. But I was just like, wait a second. Wait a second. This man out here telling these women to wreck their vaginas for the Lord. And their minds. And he not even... He not even procreating his him damn self like what the how do and that's what also blew my mind because i'm like y'all are listening to this man and he is not practicing what he preaches whatsoever in any in the most basic sense regard. Like he could just have a wife and have a bunch of babies like obviously they just like claim whatever woman they want and they can have them so if he wanted to do it he could it's just interesting to think about following someone so blindly and changing every single aspect of your life because of what someone is saying. And then they have no example. They have no living example of how to do that. It's just these basic principles and you just follow them blindly until they work. And um, yeah, they don't (laughs) newsflash. And it's like, I don't have any issue with like the kids who are brought up in this because again, we'll talk about it more, but they're indoctrinated from such a young age. Like they don't, they truly don't know anything else. They're like brainwashed into mm-hmm. thinking this way, but the adults that just like, yeah, I want to do this. Right. And they had experienced something else before that was not this. Like Michelle. Right. Like that's, Converted into that's what freaks me out because it's like, you're not, ri- you can James get, I mean, Robert Duggard must have a mighty penis. Because she I mean, he must because saying- she was a slut before she met him. And then he became, he made her redeemed in the Lord. And what that says to me is he was ready to fuck. And so was she, but she didn't want to feel bad about it because everyone was talking shit about her. So she married the preacher man. Right. And but he I mean, had to dick, wreck her vagina. His dick <laughs> has got to be big because her, her, he was getting all the way have to be vast. Okay. Honey. They are, it is a canyon at this point after <laughs> how many fucking kids they've had. So it better be big or. Child, I can't even. She has it one could of just those, slip like, out, you know? And after a certain amount of kids, they really do. It's like, they just go, they just come right out. Um, but so the, the participants of this documentary, the people who are willing and able to talk to the cameras that are yeah. not just documentarians and journalists are. Jill Duggard, who is like, like the oldest daughter. Daughter. Yeah. So she them. had a lot of responsibilities in the family because obviously one, two parents cannot raise 20 children. Right. So yeah. They, they get this buddy system. Yeah. They explained how the older kids were paired with the younger kids in a buddy system. And essentially they were just parents. Yeah. Um, and so Jill is there to talk about that experience and how it was being a child. And she's got her husband with her, who was also the- on the show only child of the Duggars 
that participated in the documentary. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's because she, I mean, we'll get into like her personal story, but like she's gone through a lot of trial and tribulations and she's clearly not on the best terms with her family at this point after everything that's happened. She she is a, so the fact that she's speaking against them, but also not, I mean, she was so kind in the way that she spoke about her family while still, you know, standing up for herself. She's she's an angel. We we need to give her flowers. If she had a GoFundMe, I would put two dollars in it. I would too. Um, because we'll get there. Newsflash, so, newsflash, they never made any money. The kids. Oop. You can oop. yeah, Google it. Talk no, about Jesus. it's in what the documentary. Do? He would not do that. Oh. So she's yeah. here, she's with her husband. Then her well, her cousin is there. So they have a cousin who lived very, very close to them, like in Arkansas. Also, they, of course, they grew up in Arkansas. Arkansas. And they, the cousin is the daughter of Jim Bob's sister. Who is a normie. She's a normal person. Yeah. But she was apparently featured on the show as like the, the normal counterpart to whatever the fuck was happening in, in, in the Duggar household. Because if you guys watch the show, they definitely had the angle of like, no, we're just like a, we're just an average American family. And we just, you know, we just love Jesus. Just love but... Jesus and we we want to, we want to raise our kids up in a safe, protected world. And mm. we, you know, we, we actually live very close to Jim Bob's family. They live right, in, you know, walking distance. And so they would always have the cousin come over and she'd have her t-shirts on and her shorts and she'd yeah, going on hair. dates. Yeah. And so they really were showing this, like, we're not judgmental. We don't care how people live. It's just how we want to raise our kids. Yeah, they showed a clip and I think it was like uh, one of the like younger kids being like, um, that's our cousin. She's like unholy, but we love her. Yeah. She's unholy. Or something along those like, lines. She's going to go to like, hell, oh, but we still love her. We'll love her until damnation comes and sets over her life. Right. So she's here with her husband to kind of give that point of view and, and to... her husband was cracking me up throughout the whole documentary because he was clearly learning like as we were learning things too. He, he would he would be like what what but also just like <laughs> you can tell he's he's had it like yeah. he's like i don't want to be associated with these motherfuckers yeah at all what the fuck so yeah that's it, them they're an, they're an interesting cast of characters and then we have um a couple and i'm i'm so sorry to you people i don't know your names but the they Holtz? are do you have their names? Jim Bob's like old friend. Yes, his old friend and his friend's the Holtz. Wife. I don't. It's I don't remember his name, but I remember her name was Bobby because it was spelled B O B Y E. Yes, you're right. Bobby Holt <laughs> and her husband. And you know what? We don't need to know what the husband's name is. There's too much goddamn attention on the men. Right, Bobby Holt situations. and her man. Bobby Holt and her man. Because honestly, Bobby Holt. They clearly these are people who were a part of that world who left. Like you can tell right away that they're like, no, we don't do that anymore. And Bobby has a voice now. Clearly, she was like a very smart woman who was made to be like subservient. And now she's like, no, honey, I'm actually smarter than you. So I'm mm-hmm. going to lead the conversation. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I so just yeah, live for it. They're like, he was Jim Bob's best friend, essentially, until they had a falling out. Their kids dated, courted. They were supposed to get married. Yes. And guess who of the Duggar kids was courting their oldest daughter? Josh <laughs> the oldest one the one that went to Remember prison that name, Josh Joshua Duggard yes we, your, we mentioned him at the beginning we mentioned him at the beginning but there's one in in prison for child pornography here's a mystery Ooh. is it the same person yeah we'll figure that out yeah so they are here to say 
They were a part of this community for them, a big component of them. And you guys, I just want you to know, I don't really have any notes. So this documentary really was on my brain and heart because I am remembering this off the top of my head. Yeah. I mean, I, I only watched it last night, but I told Brandon, like when I watched it, you know, usually when you're watching some shit like this, you like scroll on your phone. Yeah. Um, you're not, you're like half paying attention. This, like I was riveted. I was it like, so I, I'm not. I need to watch every second. Like I paused it if I had to get up and go get water. Like yeah. I need to watch all of it. I need to hear everything Bobby Holt is saying. Yes. And what she's saying is they had eight children. Um, yeah. And she also, yeah, she squeezed all of them out at home. I'm pretty sure. Um, you like, you like, don't go to the hospital unless you absolutely have to. So they had this beautiful, according to her at that time in their lives, it was very beautiful and it was safe and white um very 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 yeah i didn't see one person of color no in this shit and they never really said that it was overtly that way but once it gets out of the arkansas area because listen let me tell you something i've been to arkansas it's just a lot of white people you can't be mad at them because that's where they live like it is what it is <laughs> right like i'm not gonna be mad at you but when it starts to get to like a bigger i did see a few black people and asian people in the iblp promotionals because they had spread saw- up north one light-skinned child I can't. <laughs> in a video. One. <laughs> I saw a dark-skinned person. Really? In an IB in one of the IBLP. It was like a black family and one of the like shiny, happy people, like I'm IBLP shook. videos that they, they were showing. And they were like at dinner and they were all like super polished. And I was like, oh, they're like, we like these kind of black people. <laughs> I did not notice that, but they not have issues. Wow. So anyway, Bobby and her husband. They've raised up their kids. And the biggest, like, draw, I guess they were saying, was that it was safe because the world out there, you know, like, there's school shootings and there's promiscuity. And I guess a lot of these people had just, like, previously been whores. <laughs> I don't even... The focus in this community on propriety and... I'm learning. Like, <laughs> promiscuity was so terrifying yeah like i don't i'm like i think you're making it way more of an issue than it actually ever could be (laughs) and is the response to that to have 13 children like oh i'm not gonna sleep around but i'm gonna just sleep with my husband so much because i'm a whore that i can only have (laughs) not even a whore i'm just a slut like i love having sex which also but it's not it's not even that it's like i'm assuming based on the culture that's cultivated within iblp it's like she doesn't even get to decide when when they have sex like if she wants to have sex if he's not in the mood fuck it but anytime he's in the mood i bet you she has to be ready to go Oof. so they're here and they're talking about how they were raising their children together and how Jim Bob's influence and his involvement in IBLP and with Gothard had changed. Like Jim Bob had decided he was going to be like involved. Yeah, he went to a March for Life rally. Lord, <laughs> God I can't. Bless like, I like it. actually feel sick to my stomach. Went to a March for Life rally and was like, "I can do more. I can be doing more." And that's when like he ran for state senate in Arkansas and won. And right. he was he was served off in office for like four years like they don't go to school you guys they don't go to legit, school They're legit don't, don't go to school 
and they're not taught like arithmetic and history and sciences and they're taught what Jesus wants them to be and how to abstain from sexual urges, including touching your sisters. Yes. Cause that's something we will, let's just talk about it. I mean, this IBLP yeah. had this homeschooling program called ATI, the mm. advanced training Institute. And they, we learn the IBLP and ATI are like inter- interchangeable. And when people talk about it, but ATI is this homeschool curriculum that Bill Gother, the head of IBLP developed that basically anyone brought up in this church subscribed to. And so the Douglas right. were a part of this homeschooling program. And in this curriculum, again, like you're not learning math, you're not learning science, like definitely not learning science. But the girls definitely <laughs> know how to measure flour and sugar to yes, bake pies. They only learned fractions so that they could bake. Like they, what they have is these wisdom booklets and the wisdom booklets are their curriculum. And essentially it's just like things that you should be doing. And one of them was like, oh my God, it was like the crier principle or something like that. And it's like, if you are being sexually assaulted, the only way it's considered sexual assault is if you shout up to God and say, yes. this is sexual assault. Yes. During the pro, like what? And if it's not, then it's not sexual assault. And it's then all of these like qualifiers so that you can make victims out of people and get away with it. And then they also did this thing where it was like pictures of clothes, like women's clothing. Mm-hmm. And you had to circle the part that was like the slutty part of the outfit. Like that was one of the lessons that these people are learning in homeschool. As children. As children. So and yeah, they, Jim yeah. Bob <laughs> is run is a an actual State senator, senator. yeah. Despite being brought up with that as an education, and and making his and literally getting his wife pregnant at every turn, every turn at any absolute chance he has. But I I do want to say her mullet. Oh God! Just kept getting longer and longer with each child that she had, and it was. I just want to know how long it takes to put a comb and a brush through that. I don't think she ever has. You just think she puts her fingers through it, fingers and toes. At this point, I think that she just wets it because I don't think that they're buying Pantene. And I remember and... watching their show, and their house was outfitted like a community kitchen. Center. Yeah, because because I also remember they when they started out, it was like sixteen or seventeen kids. And they the, when the these, reality like, show started, it was like yeah, sixteen. But prior to that, they had a bunch of specials, and it was like four. Yes. And they were living in a 2000 square foot house. Because here's the two thing. Two bathrooms. These families, if they're they, they're not like the, the Duggards, like these people don't have these big houses. And this is what was misleading to me as a viewer, because I started watching it when they were like 19 kids. So they had already moved into the house that TLC bought, which was designed for them and for all these kids and for growing the family. Yeah, it, lo- it that, literally looked like a community center. Right. So before that, they were living in just like a 2000 square foot house with all these motherfucking kids that they don't let leave because they have to be at home school. They can't interact with other people like it's fucking weird. And then they want to turn around and put these kids out into the world so that they can be in government. And tell us what to do with our lives. So in the first episode, the big bombshell. Is that this family 
is actually covering up a bunch of bullshit. Which became known to the public in 2015. Mm. Um, and that was that Josh Duggar, the oldest of the kids, had molested his younger sisters. Including and Jill. Including Jill, who is in this documentary. And the tea was... That even though this was found out in 2015 and they canceled 19 Kids and Counting and, and did a spinoff, essentially. The Duggars knew about this in 2003. Three. 2003. And how did they handle it? Well, they sent Joshua over to um, ATI's like headquarters because they would have the kids basically building all of their like discipleship centers these like centers yeah where you could like do activities and it was basically just run by child labor by child labor for free like kids who'd been naughty like very militaristic very like and i don't understand what it is about these like christian organizations that think that they're supposed to have an army but um what they're fighting the devil because the devil is coming that's so why do y'all have actual guns and knives and right. spears like and what? you need a potion okay right you need I mean, a you spell need, you, need, <laughs> you need the armor of a god you don't need a real armor <laughs> like no oh, are you kidding me what is this <laughs> honey what is this so what is it that's yeah they sent him to this Joshua... thing no but before that oh yeah 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 am i skipping no i mean before I they even no sent notes. him to this thing he was courting their best friend's daughter and courting yes. meant it's not what we think of when we think about like courting, you know, the word courting really, Oh, I'm going to like try to woo this person. Courting meant you went to the family and said, I'm going to marry your daughter. And the family's like, cool. And then basically you're allowed to actually hang out with them. <laughs> yeah. It basically happens. Like the, the girl has no say she's yeah. like, if, if this man choose me, it's what God wants. That's essentially what they believe. And so she, the, Josh Duggar in 2003 was courting Jim Bob's best friend's daughter. Bobby Holt. And so they went to the family and told them about Josh Duggar's indiscretions. And they told the family that we were just going to let them get married and let Josh tell their daughter when they got married. After they were married and she has After. no choice. But to stay with right. him and deal with it. Right. And then on top of that, he, um, the Mr. Holt, Bobby's husband, yeah, was Bobby like, we got to we gotta do something about this. Um, and Jim Bob was like, I'm going to take him down to the sheriff. And so they go down to the sheriff. He confesses to what he does to the sheriff. The sheriff gives him a slap on the motherfucking wrist. And says, don't and do says, it again, boy. Don't do it again. Get your shit together. Come to find out after the fact, that's one of Jim Bob's friends. He's in the IBM. Come to find out even later than that, that man was arrested for child pornography. Mm-hmm. 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 So now we understand why the Holts are in this documentary. Because they, they said, to not today. Not today, Satan. Literally. But also not imagine today, being Satan. a part of something and being truthful and honest and hopeful. And then you're like, God damn it. My best friend is harboring a fugitive 
Like my best friend's kid just molested his other kids and they're going to look the other way because also you guys just could just put scrunch. She you look like Michelle Tanner. I can't. <laughs> I just put my hair up, guys. Sorry. I just I was I got hot because I'm drinking wine. Cheers. Yeah, we're having cocktails. <laughs> um, I don't know when you guys are gonna get this episode. Um, I'm definitely becoming the new Ryan Bailey because I just have like a new episode out every day, I guess. <laughs> I mean, if you got the time. I mean, you got the time, we got the beer. Um, Whatever. This is like my, my gig at the moment. Um, but we're going to get back to the Duggards and their bullshit. So they were just, they're basically super trained in deceit and lies and like cover-ups which is like a theme in these like hyper-religious organizations as we have seen <laughs> yeah because they're supposed to put out the picture of like morality so god forbid something happens and someone's not that ideal they're yeah. not going to expose it that ruins the brand that so... ruins the entire brand and that's like how we transition to episode two which is called growing up gothard and IMDb Pro describes it as IBLP's homeschooling empire grows. It becomes clear that patriarchal abusive authority is at the core of Bill Gothard and Jim Bob Duggard's power. Oh, it's not Duggard. It's Duggar. <laughs> yeah, I was I was like, is he putting a D on it? I didn't want to, you know, completely correct you on your own podcast. But I'm Dorit, though. I can, I'm going to add a D to it. <laughs> You know, good. Like, <laughs> like daylight savings time. There's no S yeah. on that. Valentine's Day. <laughs> La- Laberry. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. So yeah, we realized that like this whole lifestyle is bullshit. And this is when for me, my little antennas started going up and I was like, oh, this is a cult, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, this is like, you get like glimpses into what IBLP is in the first episode. And we like talked about that, but in the second episode is when they like break down what IBLP is, who the fuck Bill Gothard is mm -hmm. and like the popularity of it. That's and so like, should we start with who Bill Gothard is really? Yeah, like, we can start there. He is first of all, very small. I'm going to start with something superficial. He looks like Fivel. He looks like Fivel made it wet. Fivel made it out West. And now he is a traveling preacher man. And no, I'm, one of I the people on the documentary described his head as a Lego. And I said, that is correct. <laughs> like Bill Gothard looks like if Fievel was a Lego. <laughs> I yes, just... <laughs> like a Fievel Lego set. Lego set. That is. <laughs> so that's just to get a mental image. So if you're driving, I hope you didn't just crash your car because that was fucking hilarious. I'm just going to say it. We're, we're, we are, this is Joan Rivers and Chelsea Handler here having oh. a comic moment. Who I'm Joan. Who? Uh, oh, okay. Wow. Are you Joan? going to be Joan. Well, I know how much you love Chelsea Handler. So I, just I do love Chelsea Handler. Y'all, did y'all know that? My listeners? If you ever want to do something nice for me, like get me tickets to see Chelsea Handler at a small venue. <laughs> yeah, he um, loves her. So we meet Bill Gothard. We realize I'm actually blanking as to how he got to where he was in IBLP. Like he invented it, right? He invented it. Yes. He okay, so it was it that. was it was created in the 60s. 
And it was basically like started as just like this one seminar, like called like the basic seminar. Yeah. Lol. And it was just like principles for like keeping a man, essentially Mm -hmm. like that boiled down to like how to have kids. Which how would you know Bill Gothard if you don't have a man yourself? You want to tell people how to get a man. And and basically he created this umbrella organization, and it's where the children are subservient to their mother. The mother is and their parents, but the mother is subservient to their husband, and the husband's subservient to God. Bill Gothard. Or no, it's Bill Gothard, and Bill Gothard is is subservient to God. God. And so it was just like this. So Bill Gothard is God. Women and children had no say in shit. And everything Bill Gothard says is. Yeah, like he was speaking the word of God. And you weren't allowed to consume media unless it was media that IBLP was putting out. So they didn't have televisions. like No radios. Like, no radios. Like even, even the cousin said at one point, like because they didn't have TV or radio, if there was like a tornado warning, I would have to call them and let them know because they would have no way of knowing. No way of knowing. Yeah. Um. So not only are they not learning what anything is they're being taught with these wisdom booklets this yeah. propaganda he, he's just trying to figure out how to monetize his shit and so he creates this homeschooling program and it's also a way to like indoctrinate a lot of people into this thought mm-hmm. process and so this homeschool program and then on top of that you're encouraging your entire congregation or the people that follow you to have unlimited amounts of children So they're like, okay, do this homeschooling program. And so now these like swaths of fundamentalist Christians are coming up into the world. And they do this thing um, because a big, a big, a big part of the draw for a lot of the people is just like how everything seems so perfect and like shiny and happy. And they talk about how one of the ways that they get the kids to behave starting even like as infants is they'll take a toy of theirs they'll put them in a little on a circle on a blanket and if the baby reaches out to grab the toy they whack them it's to break their will it's to break their fucking will so that they will do whatever you say whenever you say it without question yeah they're big word that they use and you you hear michelle say it all the time in all the clips they show but like obey 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 so they're the homeschooling program like encourages violence yeah it's all about spanking and it's all about like that's one of the one of the big bombshells you learn in this episode i think it's in this episode you know i can't they all run together but yeah, I mean, you learn a lot about the the core like principles of Bill Gothard's teachings and how Jim Bob Duggar was really, really like into becoming the poster child and using his family to be the to, to make fundamentalism mainstream too, so that people are like, oh, I want to, I want to do that. And, so this and is when I they think start they get... said in this episode that at one point, like 2 million people had heard one of 
Bill Gothard's like sermons. Which is crazy. So it had had the ability to reach that many people. And that was in part due to the Duggars. Because they get, they're starting to, at this point, they're starting to be like, I think their show is actually legit on TLC. They've moved out of their 2000 square foot house. They've had a home built just for them. And it's on television. And I'm going to be honest with you. I was one of those people that was watching. It was very intriguing. It was interesting to see this sort of like purity lifestyle. And, um, you know, the kids were all playing instruments and I was a big band nerd. So I mean, I, it didn't look, it looked like, okay, this is just a different way of living. And they just want to be pure and live in their own little bubble. I just didn't know that the well, entire that's... purpose of it was for them to then turn around and come out into society and like infiltrate shit society yeah. to marry my kids and take my but what... baby over to the IBLP. But what you find out is that the reason that these kids are so meek and that they're not speaking up or being bad, it goes back to this obey. And it's not just that spanking is allowed, you know, like spanking was allowed. And what you also find out is that spanking, there's no like age limit on spanking that you can be spanked up until your adulthood. So that means that there is a real possibility that the religion condones like spanking your wife or disciplining your wife in that way. Um, But it's not just spanking. It is like beating like there, they have like a video that they show and it's like this couple saying that you can like beat your kids with rods. Because the Bible says the rods spoil the child. Yeah. So that you are basically again, breaking their will. The whole, the reason that these kids are well-behaved is because they have been beaten into submission. Yeah, literally. Which is, that's, that's when I was literally like, oh, shit. Uh, yeah, when you the know? one mother says, you just, they have a, I can't remember the phrase that they called the spanking, but it was like chastising or correcting. Oh, encouragement. 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 Um, come in the other room for all some day, encouragement. One day it, took me, it took me about six hours to just encourage him to 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 obey and to to be kind and to be quiet and i'm like so you beat him into a coma yes because what would happen is that the mothers were told that if they didn't get their children to obey that they are somehow like displeasing god yeah and they in turn would get disciplined and it's like do you so guys it's like this that, like, cycle of violence that's built up around like the man being a dictator in his own home because that's really what was interesting about this cult as compared to like other cults you read about it's like widespread Mm -hmm. there's not like one center i mean even though scientology is like widespread like you know it's it's different it's uh like he was creating this like mentality so that men could basically go into their families and become cult leaders of their own families that all serve this man which is very interesting that a certain type of man needs that much exalting in order to, and we know what kind of man that is because it's all the men who are fathers in these families and they all are the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, oof. yeah, it's really, really disgusting. And so they are really talking about a lot of the abuse. And I mean, they, they start at six months. Yeah. And then it goes on until, and the only people who stop getting spanked 
are the boys when they get married. Those are the only yeah. people who stop getting spanked. Right? Yeah. And let's they show about that. Let's I mean... think about that. And let's talk about the wisdom booklets because they have all of these wisdom little packets that will teach you what you need to know to be a functioning member of society, which is how to um, abstain from like sexual promiscuity and how to cook, but never like how to count or pay taxes or to look for, you know, legal counsel or like any of that stuff. It's all, and there's, there's nothing about like science. So they, they don't believe in evolution, which like, I'm not here to be, to like preach to people, but like, let's just be real. Um, so they take the family on this trip to like the creationism museum. And it's like, yes, well, you know, science substantiates the Bible. And it's like, yeah, no, there are obvious historical and scientific um, landmarks in the Bible, of things that happened, but that doesn't mean that every single thing that has been said in it also and happened. Also to be, you know, controversial, it's the whole story of the chicken or the egg, which came first, right. did the Bible come first or did that historical event come first? Ooh. So oop, oop. let's be real here. All let's right. Be fucking real. So, like obviously the Bible was written and created allegories and metaphors based on things that happened. Let's be let's just be real. So Bill <laughs> Gotham is really obsessed with like getting the kids indoctrinated and like being a part of the kids. Okay. So there's this like headquarters. And if you're like a lucky little ducky. You, as a teenager, get to go work for free at the headquarters. And every single student who goes to headquarters has a one-on-one -on -one with Bill Gothard. Hmm. And um, let's just say this. There are several people who are saying that Bill Gothard has assaulted them. Harassed has made them, them feel uncomfortable at the very least. Has harassed them. And not a goddamn groomed, thing groomed them. There's one In girl, fact, woman met a 14 year old yeah. girl and said, I want you to come work at headquarters. And then when she was what 16, 17, she then what she, did she did? And he tried to lure her into a room and realize that there was someone there and basically couldn't follow through with what he was intending to do. So she had to run the other way, literally. Another so one surprise, about, surprise. Yeah. The head of this organization is a Molester. fucking creep. Yeah. Literally. With like it's it's just sick. Like it's really sick in any regard to be a person who takes advantage of other people. But to right. be a person who takes advantage of children. Just there's a special kind of place sick in sick fuck are you? Hell. <gasps> There's a like the bottom person. of hell. Literally, the hell, it doesn't even have enough space for some of y'all motherfuckers. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. That is dark sided. So we really are learning about so it's on, on so many different levels of so, this like, yeah, abuse. You also it, he it, it makes sense once you find out that he is this way. Mm -hmm. That it's kind of been. It's not, you also learn throughout the documentary, it's not just Josh Duggar too. Right, it's other people. It is like because of this puritanical culture that he has fostered, 
which he clearly has fostered because he has his own bad thoughts and wants to try to find a way to cover them up or like suppress them. He is only making those thoughts worse. Mm -hmm. You know, he is only making everything worse. And so when you are suppressing, 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 this like puritanical, you, you want everyone to just be bodies without holes, essentially like yeah. just amorphous blobs that aren't supposed to be appealing to anybody you what are you gonna what do you expect i mean it's like you don't want to say oh you you're fostering like child molestation but it's not just it's not just about the child molestation it's about sexual deviance you are if you don't understand your own sexuality and like what what it means to be sensual what it means to feel what it means to touch somebody what you're gonna start exploring things in probably an inappropriate way Especially um, if you don't have an appropriate outlet. Right. And like, I know that a lot of people are, it's going to be, they're going to be like, what are you talking about? Kids should never, y'all kids are, they are curious. It's yes. not, it's not a bad thing. They're not demented and dark sided because they have curiosities. They're human beings. Yes. And when you only have your siblings around you, because you're not allowed to be with and other everyone's people. talking about how sex is like this horrible thing. And like, you're gonna but there there really are what i think about it is that they're making it they're sensationalizing it because they're like well mommy and daddies get to do it and it's amazing and it's so amazing that you have 16 siblings because that's the only way that we can bring forth these gifts but you cannot do it until you get married or you'll burn in hell forever well in their culture you can't even kiss before you get married yes Jim, Bob, and Michelle are seated with Josh when he gets engaged to his fiance, and they're looking like they want to fucking make out. And she's like, oh, no, no kissing. That's for your wedding night. Like, what the? Like, your I'm dad like- and I can kiss. Mm, let's watch us kiss. And then they start kissing. And it's like, okay, this is really, really strange. <laughs> you are impressed. Like, this kind of culture just puts psychological trauma on people because they're battling against their own natural thoughts 24 Mm seven. And so it's not an excuse or like trying uh, uh, in no way do I feel sympathy for any of the things that these horrible men have done because they have subscribed to this culture. But like, what do people expect? Yeah. I don't know what they do. Well, they expect for the virtues of God to do a supernatural. And this is the thing. It's like what, a lot of Christian people go through this and they're like, well, you know, then I thought that if I followed these rules and if I followed these things and then these thoughts would go away and I wouldn't think like this and I wouldn't have this way of being because I've been delivered. And it's like, no, the thing is, um, you're supposed to be who you are. Right. And, and what's worse is that by covering it up and by sweeping it under the rug and making Jill and Jessa do that horrible Megan Kelly interview once the alleg- everything came to light in 2015 where they basically had to downplay the abuse that they suffered at the hands of their brother makes it feel like okay this is a this is an, a, an acceptable way to deal with the feelings yeah. and uncomfortable thoughts that are entering my brain like by covering it up, you're you're condoning this over and over and over again. And they do make 
So, okay, then I, if I'm not mistaken, then we're, then we're like getting into episode three, which is called Under Authority. And this mm-hmm. is when Bill Gothard and Jim Bob Duggar grow their shared vision into an international empire. So this is like the height of the show. This is like the biggest that they've ever been. They're all over TLC. They've got all these like specials, whatever. So Gothard is finally cut down inside of his own organization. And that is because little, um, what's his name? Josh Duggar. All of that stuff in 2015 comes out. Yeah. And then after that. (laughs) And they force the sister, two of the sisters to do this interview. And they're downplaying it, downplaying it, downplaying it. And they're forcing the girls to, and the girls are actually in tears while they're trying to be like, no, I didn't even know that I was molested. And like. They're forced to do it to save the show because Jim Bob was relentless about keeping them on television. Because that was all a part of Bill Gothard's plan of getting this sort of way of life into the American home. And it right. really is working. I mean, you see that these kids, they grow up through um, ATI and then they go into the, they go, they become lawyers and then they go and they start to involve themselves into politics. You know, J- yeah. Joshua Duggar was working for Mike Huckabee. Yeah. You know? And that just says a lot about like someone who didn't go to school Someone who literally did not learn. He didn't con- he didn't convert like his mother, who actually had an education first. He was raised up in this. And then he's going to be the one who's making decisions and like lobbying and like trying to tell us the way we're supposed to live. Yeah, what? it's fucking disgusting. Like, but mm-mm. in this episode, they, you know, you start to, they introduce a lot of other victims of ATI mm-hmm. and the things that happened and they really talk about the downfall of bill gothard where it came like the sexual assault allegations sexual harassment allegations came to light yeah and he was basically asked to step down and um but even though he was asked to step down they're still teaching all of his teachings you know he's probably still making a shit ton of money from it but someone had to come in and fill fill that void. And essentially what they said is that Jim Bob and Michelle are now like the head of IBLP. Which was the point the whole time. Because Jim Bob was just a really, a Joe Schmo. And, you know, Jill is talking about how when before they got the show, they had a really like modest lifestyle and like their dad really wasn't making a lot of money and Michelle wasn't allowed to work. So getting the TLC show and getting that exposure, not only was it like this big purpose for IBLP, but it really saved their asses. Because when you think about they can't stop having kids, how do you feed a soccer team three times a day? Money, lots and lots and lots lots of money. Lots of money. And come to find out, I think it's in this episode, you know, we're kind of just talking about the documentary as a whole, trying to go in some sort of order but we're doing great where we find out um that after this megan kelly interview that jessa and jill did in order to save the show um 19 kids and counting was canceled but they gave them their own show like Mm -hmm. jessa and jill counting on and they signed a contract with out realizing that they were signing any sort of contract because and... Jim Bob gave the contract to Jill on the day of her wedding 
as she's about to walk out to get married, he's like, hey, sign this. And the contract basically says that they don't get any money and that they have to work for TLC for like another how many X years. Oh, it doesn't say that they don't get any money. It's just they had to sign. He gave her the signature page. He didn't even give her a whole contract to read. So he she had no idea what she was signing. She just signed the signature page. And it was basically, yeah, a contract that tied them to TLC and the show for the next five years. Mm. And there was money being exchanged. But what we find out from Jill is that she never saw a dime, a dime to this day of that money that he took all the money because as the head of the man of the household, he takes the money. That's what he does. She never saw a dime. She gave birth yep. that they wanted to be in the delivery room for TLC wanted to be in delivery form. And Jill put her foot down and said, absolutely not gave them their own footage so they could still have something to put on the show, asked for the cost of her delivery to be reimbursed by TLC, and TLC said, no, we already paid your fuck. Yeah. Trash. Trash. Absolutely Fucking disgusting. And, like, this makes me look sideways at TLC. Oh, that's why you see the state of TLC at this point. They can barely get Honey Boo Boo over there to get their ratings up. Right. Because I'm looking at you, and I'm like, It's exploitative as fuck. As a lawyer, listen, you know, you sign a contract, it's your responsibility, it's your obligation to read what you're signing. But any producer on this show, just like looking at like, what the fuck is happening in this house? I don't care what kind of facade, shiny facade they're putting on. Like anyone with a brain could look at what's going on and be like, something's 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 not weird here. Something is fucking weird here to be like, should we make sure that the kids are aware of what is happening in these contracts. Should we negotiate directly with the kids and not just have them all sign one fucking contract? And what was crazy is revealed that he was signing on behalf of some mm-hmm. of his adult children, which mm-hmm. I'm like, that feels illegal. As illegal. Fuck. Like that contract. I'm surprised they haven't sued for like making the contract void or something um, or at least get money. Well, the kids aren't going to ever, in this kind of environment, one thing you know about those kids, they don't have any will to go against their parents and they're never going to like do any, like even Jill, she's sitting here in tears and she's trying everything she can to not say a bad word about. Oh yeah. I mean, when they brought up the molestation, her basically response was like, that should have never been made public. That should never been made public, which I respect because now she has to publicly deal with this. Yes. And that's, that's, but never was she like, yeah, my dad, my brother's a piece of shit. And yeah, she was more just like horrified by what he has become. And the knowledge that people now know that's how she was raised. Right. right. And her parents gave that little of a shit about her. But I'm going to say you shout out to her husband. Ooh, and he's, listen, you know, he's one of them skinny white boys. You know what they say? No, I know. Davidson I was energy, like, okay? and she met him like in this faith and he has like stood by her. And, and I didn't realize that he voice. wasn't like a part of it. Yeah, but he like subscribed to the faith so that he could Would be, be allowed her. to be with her. And I'm like, wow. So Shout yeah, Gotham is kicked the fuck out. Yeah. Josh is put on blast. Why? Because the that year, is that the yes. no? He, was that him when he was arrested for child pornography? I, well, no, he's not arrested yet, but they find out. So this is the lead into the last episode is. There is a computer at one of Josh Duggar's uh, yeah. like business establishments that he owns. And the police come over and they're like, hey, by the way, 
we're investigating this thing. Like, do you know anything about it? And he's like, no, I don't know anything about it, but like X, Y, and Z work here. And then they kind of just like tap dance on that a little bit and then really go into like how Gothard is like a creepy guy and he's got these, these all these victims and um, eventually he is like kicked to the wayside and instead of being this great big godlike creature he's just like this little old bible <laughs> who lives in a house alone with no wife and no family <laughs> and definitely no sombrero so you know <laughs> sorry to this man you destroyed your own life and i can't remember how he like like what his demise is he it's simply like the the harassment allegations came out against him and he had to resign because someone actually accused him of rape oh yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and he they forced him to resign but like nothing they tried i think they talked about it in this episode but they tried to bring a lawsuit against him yeah, nothing happened a few years ago but the statute of limitations had expired on the claim and mm. so the lawsuit was dismissed but his victims were able to face him in court so yeah. that was one thing that the victims were stating that was like a, a vindicating moment for them but this man is just like out here still out here after grooming allegedly raping allegedly sexually assaulting wow. multiple women but y'all worried about the drag queens right where are the drag queens even in woodstock they're worried about the goddamn drag queens. okay so that leads us into episode four and this is when we really get the shit you guys it's dark-sided Dark episode four is called Arrow. As if it activated. wasn't dark-sided. <laughs> it's also dark-sided. Um, despite Gothard's demise and Josh Duggar's disturbing new crimes, the movement goes on. Mm. Fundamentalists have consolidated political power nationwide to reshape society in their own image. And what they're trying to say is Joshua Duggar put, because he was apparently like super tech savvy, he mm -hmm. made like a fake hard drive mm -hmm. on a computer mm -hmm. where he stashed heaps and heaps of child pornography and not just they said it was some of the most disturbing images they've ever seen in their lives these people yeah. these investigators and Brandon and i were talking about this earlier and i'm like child pornography just the the sheer thought of it is it's vomiting horrifying yeah horrifying to imagine like what people who have to look at this stuff all the time because it's their job can say is like the most disturbing they've seen i can't right. even fathom i can't even wrap and i my think people are also thinking like could be. When, when they hear like pornography they're thinking like sexual acts which is disgusting and absolutely i mean these are well, children they, they can't defend they don't even know what they're doing but it's it also extends to like abuse yes and like just so people can get off from that shit abuse and this is what this man had on his computer he goes through his trial his poor fucking wife anna has stood by him the entire time because one of she the journalists no says like one of the journalists says like well what is she gonna do she's never been to school she has no she has no resources she has no skills None. She lives off of him and she was know. chosen by God for this man. Like what? So she can't leave him. I mean, she grew up 
indoctrinated into ATI homeschooling culture. Like, what would she do? She has to stand by him. And and the people around her aren't going to tell her otherwise. No, they're going to disown her and and throw her ass to the fucking wolves if she does that. So yeah, she he goes through his trial. He gets 12 years in federal prison, Ugh. which is not enough if you ask me. I mean, that means he's cuz that means he's going to get he's going to walk the streets again. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's where we're at with the Duggars. And meanwhile, Jim Bob thinks it's appropriate after his son is indicted for child pornography, federal charges to run for the U S Senate. Because what we want is someone who covers up child molestation in the Senate. That's what we want. My question to them is, is that pro-life? Is that pro-life? I'm about to get in my soapbox for a second. A lot of y'all motherfucking pro-lifers want to be, oh my God, the sanctity of life until a bitch is here. Mm. And then they're here and all you need them to be around for so that you can whoop their ass and send them off into society so that they can make sure that your fucking next president you want gets elected. Disgusting. It's so disgusting. And you clearly don't value life because what sort of life is that? What sort of life do you want for your kids that they just... It's not a life. It's a quiverful, remember? A quiverful. Mm. They are just Christian arrows being plugged into society. They're not people. Yeah. And and, and listen, there's... I'm glad that this documentary is so successful. I'm glad that so many people have been watching it because you have to see how these things translate into our lives as individual people because they are in the politics of it all, y'all. And that's what we learn in this final episode. And we actually hear from like one of the spokespeople or former spokespeople of this new movement within the fundamentalist Christian uh, community and specific to IDLP called Generation Joshua. Mm -hmm. And it's like the most intelligent elite of the Christian fundamentalist movement all join together and do like debate clubs and um, training so that they can find their way into high ranking spots of government and infiltrate these spaces to spread the Christian fundamentalist ideas. And this is, already happening Mm -hmm. um i don't know if y'all are familiar with the the former i think he's a former now former congressman madison cawthorn based in north carolina who had to um stop being one because of some questionable actions that were caught on the camera and uh who lied through his teeth about basically his entire history a la george santos so um yeah, he is apparently tied to that movement. And uh, the guy who was speaking, who said he clerked for a Supreme Court justice, and they've had people in high-ranking spots in the FBI, in the CIA. CIA, in, y'all. Like, that is terrifying. And you guys terrifying think that these people think. are just good Christian people. It has nothing to do with, with Christianity or Jesus or any of that. And all to do with you need to be a handmaid. Yeah. 
and y'all and y'all just looking the other way looking the other way you oh want to be god. like oh we need to get the drag queens the gays the trans oh my god let's get them you should be afraid of your own community you know abusing children thank you and stop acting like it's not happening because that's the thing too that's really crazy is that like people will still defend this whole kind of organization because well they mean well they just want to protect their children they want to protect their children they're doing the literal opposite they want to harm their children and protect themselves and not so, protecting the women hell no, no one's protected but the men of course Think about what these women have to go through. Like, think about if you are not physically capable of having children, but you keep getting pregnant because you can't refuse your husband sex. And that's something they like touched on in the documentary too. The amount of miscarriages that Michelle had. The, and like the, the toll, like four or five. the toll that that takes on a woman's body, but also like your psyche, your psyche. Emotionally. Like, and she's are and then on top of that, she's having multiple miscarriages. She's pregnant constantly. She has one million children. That's too much. It's like you want to break the will of children. By doing that, you're breaking the will of a woman. Because mm -hmm. what what woman would have the energy to fight back after all that? You 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 have no will. No. And um so that whole situation was cray cray. I re really encourage you guys to go have a look. It's a great documentary. I think that the documentarians did a really great job um, breaking it down because, you know, I thought it was going to be just about the Duggars and it's not. And they really use the Duggars to tell the story of this like horrifying organization. Which really is like a glimpse into our society as a whole. Yeah. Because they really are like, you know, there's, there's so much that we think we know. And then there's so much going on behind the scenes that we just have no clue about. And we take certain things as entertainment value, but you have to really look at these things from a different lens. And so I'm glad that they really did that. I'm also really happy for Amazon prime because the content is, is like going in a great direction. Everything is like, you know, they're getting more popular. What do you guys think out there in the world? Do you like Amazon prime? Are you going to be watching things on it? <laughs> wow. <laughs> You should get, to, your, get your get your subscription. Way to transition. <laughs> um, because you might see your girl. Mm -hmm. You might see a familiar face. A Prime Video original series by the name of Harlan Coben's Shelter premiering on August 18th. So yes, and hopefully it won't be nearly as traumatizing as this documentary. I think it's going to be. So just watch happy <gasps> things between now and then. Yeah. You you guys really 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 should. It's it's one of the better documentaries I've seen in a while. And as you know, Brendan and I watch them. a lot of documentaries. It was like you know what I really am needing. I'm needing another wild wild country. This was like miss it. Oh, I almost it. there. Like it didn't have me like, <gasps> but you know, there is an just sneak peek, and there's one. There's this new one on HBO that looks fucking like crazy. What's it called? Oh my god. Where's my phone? I have Google it written her. down. I have it written down on my phone because I have um, to be organized. Yeah, we're into the documentary. So guys, just to let you know about the pod, we will have a Real Housewives of Atlanta episode all the way And you guys better be watching over. Real Housewives of Atlanta. You better be watching. You better be watching it every Monday. We will be finishing our Hillsong documentary this week. 
We will have Nuvo Richie on the podcast this week for our What Is This Honey on Friday. So you guys have a lot to consume. I hope you enjoy this bonus episode. Jessica, where can they find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at JessLitESQ. And you can also find me over at Bravo Barbie is making memes. Come yes. for the memes. Stay for the conversation. You might be talking to me or Brandon in the DMs. So, so. just understand that this is a gang gang. So you can get you can get your ass tapped. <laughs> two different angles of the world as always i am your host brandon and you can leave me a five star rating and review please it would just make my life so nice and i'll see you next time <laughs>